Oh no, they did another YKS. Look out, here comes another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Sit down and listen to Mike and JF. Oh no, they did another YKS. Now you gotta hear another YKS. Time to find out why YKS. Put your headphones on, it's YKS. Hey guys, I listened to whatever episode it was where you talked about Wawa versus Sheets. And uh, I'm here in Pennsylvania. And I think it's kind of bullshit. We have to listen to you morons talk about your hot chicken, but you won't entertain some stupid convenience store rivalry we have up here in Pennsylvania. Anyway, love the show. Uh, Mike's mom is sad or whatever. Hey, everyone. Welcome to... Welcome to YKS. Um, this is a show. We're doing a show. This is a show about Kickstarters. Um, it's a show about nothing. Have we said that before? I don't think we've used that one. That's I, good, huh? It is good. Um, it's really good. Um, let's can we let's take this again. That was it. Came in super hot on that. <laughs> I did, or you did? Who did? Y- you did. Oh shit! <clears throat> I was just looking at the. It just it blew me away. Okay, here we go. And my beginning sucked anyway. So, <clears throat> hey, welcome to YKS, everyone. Um, we're gonna do. We're gonna hop in here. We're gonna do a quick. We're gonna do a quick podcast, um, and then we will let you guys get back to you know. Uh, the stuff you've got going on. You guys have a lot going on. You're nice enough to spend this time with us, and we're going to get out of your hair as soon as we possibly can. We just got a few notes we got to hit. Right, Mike? It's Cinco de Mayo, my friend. Okay. Do you know that? I didn't know. I didn't know we were doing pre-written uh, bits. I didn't yeah. know that you were coming with all this stuff. You, you, you're coming in with this this whole It's Cinco de Mayo thing, and I... I I'm a little I'm put off a little bit by how much prep you did. So I'm I'm doing the Cinco de Mayo bit. Okay, I guess I'm just going to look like a fool this whole time because I'm can sort do, of. Can I do the rest of the Cinco de Mayo? Bit? I guess go ahead and do the bit. Just know I want the people at home to know that it's because I'm I'm just spinning a bunch of plates over here. That's the reason I'm not keeping I'm not going toe to toe with Mike on the Cinco de Mayo thing. But yeah, let's you know what let's have it. Let's do it. It's, I mean, it's real quick. It's kind of the cool thing about this podcast is where if I'm not totally prepared, I know that you got me and vice versa, where you, if you, if you're lacking a little bit, I'll step up to the plate. So I know you probably didn't prepare anything for the Cinco de Mayo thing because um, you were uh, busy organizing all of your drawer full of toenails that you have. You keep those. And I worked diligently on this uh, bit. Now, if I may, I'd like to go ahead and do it. Yeah, let's hear it. Hey, hey guys, welcome to It's Cinco de Mayo today. So if you have a loved one who uh, celebrates Cinco de Mayo, say, hey, hola, happy Cinco de Mayo. Okay, great. Really great. This this fucking sucks. This fucking sticks in this fucking sticks in my craw, dude. Can I fucking tell you that? This sticks in my craw. What's up? I I I look like a fucking freak. I look like the yeah. Joker. I look like the latter day Joker with the forehead tattoo on it that says, you know, freak. Yeah. And you're meanwhile you're over there. You are in the perfect three-piece tailored suit. You're swinging your cane. You're going up and then down and then up again, an ornate staircase with carpet, with velvety carpet coming down. I didn't know you could see the uh, staircase, but yeah, you just had the staircase put in. And it looks great. Doesn't go anywhere yet, the staircase. I have to, I got to put a second floor on, but... Right. You know what? What was up with that movie, Pennies from Heaven? Did you ever see that? I never saw it. No, I'm not a Steve Martin guy. Um, let us know. I'm not well, either. I, I've never. I've never got. I've never got it. Well, the Jerk was really good. I like the Jerk. You ever, you ever watch that? Yeah, I can do a great impression of a hot dog. I remember. Mm-hmm. Is that he from hates that? these cans? I don't know if that's. I don't know. Steve Martin. I'm not a big fan of it. He does. Oh, he's got his little. What does he play? Ukulele. No, he plays a banjo now. Okay. He's a legit banjo guy. Yeah, that's very funny. 
Yeah. That's very funny to play an instrument. You know, a lot of people play instruments and they take it seriously. Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. You know? That's my Steve Martin take. So <laughs> That's the only... <laughs> It's the only musician you can think of, huh? What? Kirk? Yeah. Uh, what else? Some of Kirk? the other... Hmm? What do you got? Kirk Crobain? And yeah. then uh, who, who's the other one? Uh, Johnny Hendrix? Yep. Um, who's some more? Those All the guys. The, those were the big two. And somebody probably played... Um, who was the best guy who did that um, hooting on a jug? Who was the best jug guy that ever did um, do it? Oh, that was old... Uh, Bart Simpson, yep. no relation. Mm-hmm. I, I Caramba, that's a funny show too. Yeah. We don't have time to get into all the stuff that's very funny because this is a show about business. Um, Wharton School of Business, that's where President Trump went uh, to college to get his business degree. And I think it's, I think it's, all, it's kind of funny to think about him in class. Kind of stupid though. If you're if you're gonna be a, uh, become president, go to pre- uh, school to be uh, become president. Don't go to school to run a business. Yep. Doy. Yeah. Doesn't I'll- take a genius, folks. Uh, no, they don't take geniuses there. That's how he got admitted. <laughs> Although, if you ask me, he should be admitted somewhere else. That's right. Oh, the psych- yeah, Arkham the psych- Asylum. Yeah. Well, the Ark. Yeah. Oh, and guess who's in there? Right, the Joker, aka yeah, me. That's right. The fool. For not having, you know, the Cinco, and I didn't know, because I thought we were doing May the 4th, so I'm sitting here in my Yoda ears, I've got the whole thing, but it's fine, we'll move on. Um, wanted to give you an update on an old Kickstarter, Mike, this is Touchland, the next generation of hand sanitizers from episode Touchland, 61. Touch, hey, t- hey, Touchland, I think they closed that down after MJ passed on, I'm oh. just uh, messing around, just kind of making an off-color joke. And, and this is the point in the show where we, we pray that we didn't do the same riff the first time we heard about the product because, and I've, I think I've mentioned this before, but if, if you've not heard me say this before, um, batten down the hatches, you're getting ready to hear a new thought. Um, mm-hmm. When you're listening back to the podcast to do some editing, as I do from time to time, and you hear something uh, brought up, you hear, you know, a, a starting point of a conversation, okay? So somebody throws something out, you know, Mike throws out one of his old chestnuts he likes to do, which is, hey, I think Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Okay, so bang. <laughs> Mike yeah. hits you with the fire starter there, okay? Now, while you're listening, your brain works faster than your ears, right? So my brain is already kicking into high gear on what kind of riff I'm going to do about Die Hard being a Christmas movie. And then... Uh, to my horror, what do I hear but the exact thoughts in my head uh, projected into my ears via my uh, Dr. Dre Beats headphones? Um, and that is a really uh, disconcerting type of inertia to experience when you realize, oh, it's just a bunch of uh, stimulus, a bunch of stimuli that I'm reacting yeah. to like a fucking plant <laughs> in a vase. I was listening... I was listening to uh, one of the episodes uh, the other day for the, I think the first time ever, and and I heard, I heard myself say something, and I was like, oh man, you know, it'd be funny to say here. Oh, he already said it. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that fucked? Because <laughs> the other component of that is not remembering what you've said, which yeah, I think people know. Podcasts have been enough of a going concern uh, for long enough now that people realize. That when you're doing them, it's it's totally it's an ephemeral thing. You talk into it, you walk away, you go on and do something else. You can't. It's very difficult to remember the things that you say because it's like any other conversation. You're not going to remember the conversation you had with you know old you know old crazy Joe down at the car lot. You know you go by there and talk to him every day, and you don't. Mm-hmm. And if he came up to you and said, "Hey, um, hey, you know you're uh, you've got a you've got a big paper clip sticking out of your ass." You'd be like, what are you mm-hmm. talking about? And then if he said, well, that was something we talked about six months ago. I remember us talking about that, and, I, and I'm kind of bringing it up to you now. You would think he was, I mean, you'd think he earned his nickname Old Crazy Joe. That's, I guess that's why they call him Crazy Joe, you know? Yeah, and it makes sense, and you're best friends. So, yeah. you know, that's sort of podcasting in a nutshell. But Touchland, this is from episode 61, had 23,000 dollars when we talked about it and it ended up with sixty seven thousand six hundred twenty two dollars 
Okay. How much? How much did we say it would make? Five dollars. Yeah, it, when we talked about it, it had $23,000. We said, I think this is going to end up with $5, <laughs> is what we thought. And it was bold. Way, way off the mark. It was a bold prediction. Um, we might have messed up a little bit. Uh, they, ended up, they ended up passing that by an amount of 67617 dollars. So, yeah. Close though, yeah. We kind of Nate Silvered it. Hey, Nate Silver, <laughs> you know. Oh boy, people pulling out the time capsule that this episode has been posted in, and they're they're like, "Who's Nate Silver?" We don't remember. We don't remember him because yeah. he's not in the time capsule with this episode of YKS. And what else is in the time capsule? Like Battle Toads. What else would be in here? Why would Battle Toads be in the time capsule from now? Are you talking about now? Well, it's what time? What time period are you talking about? I may not know what a time capsule is. <laughs> okay, I may have a slight. There may be. I may be confused. Um, so you've got the typical complaints on here about not being the items not being shipped out uh, several months into the campaign. Uh, there's 360 some comments on here, and a lot of them are essentially that complaint. So, you know, someone says. Uh, hey, I didn't get this thing. And then they reply, well, you've got to fill out the survey and then it'll show like, oh, this person canceled their pledge or whatever. So one of the problems inherent to Kickstarter is that it is not a store. And that's now what they show you on the website when you go to check out. Caution, you know, Kickstarter is not a store. So mm-hmm. when you buy something that has a physical uh, delivery, something that, like a tangible good you're purchasing or you're pledging to receive as a reward, whatever, to use their parlance, um, once the campaign funds, then they send out this survey that says, hey, can you give us your address so we can send you the fucking thing? And if you don't do that, there's nothing on file for you. They don't have, like, they don't log into their Kickstarter and see your address and shit. So I think a lot of these are people simply not filling out the survey because they think it's like a satisfaction survey as opposed to a uh, oh, how do yeah. we send you your stuff problem. Um but of course, there's also supply chain issues and scammers and all kinds of other shit on here. Um, but this one was an interesting problem because uh, it, it had a huge international uh, support. So a lot of people from all across the world supported this uh, product, which I guess I should say, Mike, is sort of like a... Um, do you remember this? It was sort of like a rethinking yeah. Purell, but for Instagram, basically. Yeah, I, I remember this kind of vaguely. It was uh, just basically hand sanitizer, right? In uh, like a dressed yeah. up bottle. Yeah, it kind of looked like Apple maybe had a design pass on the hand sanitizer product. If I, if I had a if I had a nickel for every company, it was like let's be the Apple of uh, you know underwear or something like that. This means just all these kind of, or the Uber of uh, just fucking invent your own idea, you mook. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, it says, I mean, it has a bunch of stuff in here that could make you, could make you, can really make you think it's a different product than hand sanitizer or the normal stuff you get at fucking Walgreens or whatever. Uh, it says it doesn't spill, which I mean, nothing's designed to spill. (laughs) Nobody's in the lab trying to get things to spill better. Um, last 20 times longer than gel sanitizing. Does that, I mean, what does that mean? 20 times longer, I guess, if you use it the exact same way, which then it says easy to carry and vegan. Yeah. I mean, okay. But they, but they, all the, it says, uh, our new improved formulation, we use the highest quality natural ingredients whenever possible. So it's not like uh, all natural, you know? Right. Uh, but I guess it's kind of close to it. But I don't know. Why don't you just go buy some like method soap or something? Why you got to mess with the crowdfunded, uh, antibacterial stuff this is so weird to me are you saying you like method soap they, they i think i feel like they are the leaders in uh dressed up everyday household products essentially the same product but just in a nice bottle i think they are the industry leaders it does make a lot of sense between the and i don't know if if method and miss myers are they in the, did they come out of the same warehouse or something i don't know yeah 
Dr. Bronner's, all those uh, yeah. brands, you know? And then they tried to do one on Instagram that was like uh, one without a brand or one without a logo on it, and it just said like soap on it. And it's like, everybody's like, oh shit. Oh, damn, that's the next step. <laughs> that's kind of cool. all the same. Like in a, like in the, like in like an MRE, like you open it up and it just says like cigarettes on it or or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, cigarettes again today? Hmm. <laughs> Eating. Um, this so the international thing was interesting. So this is a comment from someone that says this company is a fraud. They will rip you off. Guys, help spread the words to help people from being ripped off by them. This is what it will cost you to buy their product in the UK. Five mists, forty five dollars plus ten dollars shipping. Um. So right off the bat, you know, you've paid essentially $10 a piece for hand sanitizer, you know, I guess judge for yourself if that's like a thing you would do with 50 bucks. But um, then it says plus $21 charges. I don't know what the charges is. Total $76. That's 12 uh, pounds for a single mist. Huge ripoff. That's from Nadim. Um and along the same lines, there's, there's a positive review. It says, got mine two days ago. It's awesome. Only issue is FedEx charged me around $80 for a storage fee and custom <laughs> fee, which custom fee is only $16. It not makes sense why I have to pay for storage fee. Frowny emoji. And that's from Kunk. So I think Kunk. people who are... Yeah. So I think the importing... Importing stuff is difficult because you have to play, You have to pay VAT if you're going into Europe. Um, and then of course, as we say, we, do we not say this every week? There's something going on with Brexit over there Mm -hmm. that seems to be messing up and giving people a lot of uh, problems. So come on guys with the Brexit stuff, you know, really again with this, that's crazy. The, the, I looked it up JF and 12 pounds. The guy was saying is a 15.78 United States dollars. Did you know that? I didn't, but that's so clutch of you to say that. Yeah. Clutch Mike with the <laughs> currency conversion. I love it. If you need if you need something converted, dude, I will Google it. Yeah, like that. I will I will Google it in a second, couple seconds. Yeah, it takes me a while. My my keyboards sometimes the battery is kind of messed up in it, so then I might have to hook up the wired one. And but I'll get I'll get it to you. He's gonna you're gonna get something, and it may not even be right either. <laughs> but you know. All right, so that's the update on the old Kickstarter. Um, you've got some other uh, crap you typed into this freaking thing, and you want to freaking talk about it with your big mouth. So, oh, I don't. I mean, I don't. Great time. Want to talk? Hey, let me hang on. Let me throw it to you. Can I throw it to you when you're yawning? Can I do that? <laughs> Will that be good to do? <laughs> I'm going to turn my video off so you can't see that. Okay. Uh, no, I just want to talk about the. You remember the uh, the battery pack that Energizer came out with they they made like a big cell phone case with 18,000 uh milliamp hours or whatever the just a ridiculous yeah thing well, I guess it tanked oh um, wow it did it, they wanted like 1.2 million or something like that and they got like uh what was it like 15,000 or something oh wow not good you know but uh it's Energizer you know they'll keep going Hey, where's my uh, where's my hi hat on that? Oh, oh, hey. oh, yeah, because mm. of the, the rabbit, yeah, the rabbit, the rabbit did a lot of fun crossovers back. The rabbit, this is what I, I think this is maybe the part of culture that people younger than us will not believe when we go to tell them. Uh, we will, we will, there will be a time where we'll have to sit our children down and say, you know, when we were kids, um you could go and look at the red carpet premieres of movies and on the red carpet, there would be like uh, the Energizer bunny and the Taco Bell dog. Those were like our buds, spuds McKenzie. Yeah. They're all hanging out together. Hey, and let me tell you guys about this one. There was a time when you would, you would be watching TV. You would be watching Charles in charge. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And that's, and that's weird enough, but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was the 90s and you would be watching charles in charge and uh you would say it would go to commercial you know and all of a sudden it's the outside of waco texas and they're uh, shooting and bombing uh the nice people inside of the waco texas yeah. and uh, all of a sudden you know the energizer bunny comes along and just rolls past all yeah. the dead bodies of the people you know mm-hmm. 
And, and that find, was advertising back then. And they'll find it hard to believe, but it's it's as true, you know. Um, well, that's fascinating. Um, all right, so you want to do the six pack now, Mike? <sighs> I was going to talk some more about oh, no, uh, God, Wake, Waco, Texas, but no, I was just kidding. Go ahead and hit that hit that music. Okay. Welcome to the mother freaking six pack. Um, you know, as I as I crack open a can just now, I'm reminded that the reason that we do six Kickstarters in the middle of the episode is because we were just drinking beer at that time, and that there was uh-huh. no good reason for it, and there there is still no good reason for for that at all. Mm-hmm. It's arbitrary. Let's just make it the let's just make it the one pack and get the hell out of here, huh? But do, so no. do it the same length of time we normally do each individual thing. Yeah, we could do it. We could do what? What isn't the most popular podcast right now? The Daily isn't that the most the biggest one right now? I don't know what that is. It's I like eight. It's like eight minutes a day. Is so, it? Yeah. That seems that seems smart. You know, people got stuff to do. They got to uh, get ice cream and. Uh, rake leaves. Wow, you've really got your finger on the pulse, huh? <laughs> uh, uh, all right. I've got this. This is good. We're going to talk about this. It's called the Air Curve. Uh, thank you to our listener Jason for sending this in. The Air Curve is the shower curtain with no appro- inappropriate touching. Ew. You know. Oh man, I just cl- I just clicked on this for the first time, and that's very- <laughs> that's so stupid. This is very weird. I'm going to try my best to describe this. So, okay, um, normal shower curtain setup, and I'm curious to hear everyone else's shower curtain setups. Um, sometimes you've got the you know if you if if you if you've got a real nice shower set up you've got sort of that frameless glass shower which is cool kind of like a hotel look maybe you've got that um maybe you've also got sort of the standard um it's it's not it's not quite glass is it it's sort of like a or it is i guess it's like a very thin glass product the the one that's on the rails um and it's maybe got a door on it or whatever so you, you've got that um, then you, then you've also got the shower curtain, which is a nice combo with that inner layer that you can kind of like suction cup to the side so that none of the water gets out, you know? Yeah. And you got to put it inside the shower for the shower, but you got to take it out for the bath if you've got a combo. So don't forget that and go check yours right now and see what it is and make sure. Yeah, we'll wait. Yeah, we'll wait. And then, of course, you've just got this... I mean, maybe you're going without the inner liner because you're like, oh, it gets moldy or whatever. You've just got the shower curtain, which, you know, hey, it's your life. You know? But then you've, then you've, then you've got the air curve. And this is... So, a normal shower never, curtain... Uh, let me... I can explain this please, Yeah, please. You know when, like... Uh, the aliens come down to Earth on one of these uh, movies they have there, and uh, they have to uh, cordon off a section of where the spaceship landed so nobody gets, like, uh, space aids or whatever. <laughs> and they put up all the plastic, you know, and they walk around in their little orange suits and stuff. This is what that is. It looks like uh, you're yeah. sectioning off your entire shower because an alien just busted in there. And it's too clear. It's too clear. It looks like it's like saran wrap level clear. Whereas I think even the even the inner liner of of shower curtains tend to have the decency to be like somewhat opaque, so you don't see like your ass and balls in there. You know. Yeah. This one is just just so clear. Um, and what's strange about it is is Mike, do you get the do you get this the idea that those those tendrils that come out from the center of the belly button like. Uh, unit in the center are those the parts that like flex to allow it to pop in and out because that's the other yeah, part of this. Yeah. 
It's yeah. the reason it looks like like an octopus. Uh, like you're trying to put an octopus in a bathtub, and it's got all mm-hmm. of its legs on the side, and it's like no, don't, and you're like pushing, and it's like no, don't. I, I don't want to go. Can't, in there. I can't tell you. I can't tell you how many times I've tried to. You know, and it and it, you'd think it wants to go into the water, but what you forget is that oct- octopuses are they salt water, and you only have fresh. Go into your home. Yeah. Uh, Happy Gilmore. Adam Sandler just celebra- just hosted SNL for the first time ever last night. Did you see that? Did you watch that? Oh, so that's really going to gonna date the episode for the time capsule, I guess. Or did he? I tossed a little safety yes! mechanism in there. <laughs> the perfect cover-up. <laughs> um, so the idea here is that it gives you more space while you're in the shower because it's able to like bump out. And sometimes if you, if you, I've only seen these in hotels, the little curved shower rods also have the, a similar effect, except for you get to keep normal shower curtains, which is a cool bonus. I got, I got one of those joints, you know, I got the curved and that's pretty I nice. Cur- I, I got a curved rod, JF. I don't mind telling you. Oh boy. I got a curved I got a curved rod and when people come over and they see my curved rod they say, "Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting." Yeah. And I say, "Yeah, it's what I mean, what are you going to do?" Yeah. Well, I guess I'm going to drink out of my 5-gallon fucking water <laughs> jug over there. I'm doing this thing where I'm trying to drink a gallon of uh, water a day or, or as close to it as I possibly can. I need to get some more water in me. Yeah. You know, you I don't have a smart I don't have a smart mug to tell me when to to drink. I'm doing it all on my own, you know. Right. I think your mug is plenty smart. That's like a 1930s compliment. I don't know. (laughs) Um, So this thing pops out. It looks like a big octopus. Um, It's very, very clear. It's more wrinkled than I think anything could ever be. Um, It also pops back in. uh, When you're not using it. Yeah, so you have more space in the bathroom, I guess, but it, it has the unfortunate side effect of looking like a crime scene when it's pushed all the way in. I mean, this thing looks like shit. Yeah. I mean, maybe this is just a prototype and it'll be like better, but it says 17 inches of extra space. And that's if you measure from the very middle of the wall to the very middle of the air curve, which is approximately yeah. where like your big gut would be. Mm-hmm. So if you need 17 extra inches of space for your gut to hang out in your shower... I guess this could be a good option for you, but but other than that, I and it's been reviewed by Gizmodo, sort of a tech blog. Did it for real get reviewed by them? Yeah, and their pictures that's, look that's better. Wild. Their pictures look a lot better, actually. So maybe I'm just not giving it a fair shake because their their pictures look nice. It doesn't look. Oh yeah, they do. It doesn't. They should get who, whoever took the pictures for the Gizmodo thing. They need to get on their Kickstarter because I'm kind of slapping it around for the weird wrinkliness and. <laughs> and Gizmodo makes it look a little better, but it, it functions like a beach ball. You blow it up, and those little arms get get full of air, and then you can push it. I don't know, but at I the swear, end of the day, fair. look, it looks like all an the, octopus, no matter what, right? All the people in the comments of this in, in a Gizmodo article being like, oh, "Or you could just get a curved shower curtain." They must be listening to the show. That's the air curve. Uh, Thirty-two hundred of ten thousand dollars is what I've. What I'm looking at here, uh, 83 backers, 25 days to go. With a write-up on Gizmodo, I guess it's possible that it, it could uh, it could get made. But, man, this looks really silly to me. Maybe. I think we should do these things where we go through these and say whether they will or will not get funded. And then we have to go back and review them. And if we were wrong, uh, we, we have to get, like, a slap on the knuckles with, like, a bamboo rod. That's, that's kind of cool. Okay, so we yeah. could, we could do like an end of the month pie in the face, um, and everybody sends in their favorite pies, and we have to take them to the face. Yeah, that's a good way to get free pie. Yeah, that's kind actually, of the whole secret because you can only do really one pie in the face before law of diminishing returns kicks in. Then guess what? You got a table full of pies over here. None. <laughs> and the now wiser. I'm in charge of all these pies. You know, I got to put them in the fridge. Stop sending pies. <laughs> All right, Mike, what do you got? I got something for you uh, here, JF. It's called the the Pillow Club. <clears throat> now, I know what you're thinking. The Pillow Club, hey, you can hit me with that all day long. And, I, and I'm going to have to tell you, shut up, first and foremost, because that's right. not what this is. I hate Second it. off. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I was, well, I've got a small riff on this I think I'm going to enter into right now. 
Um, yeah. I'm not just the president of the Pillow Club. I'm also a member. Mm, nice. So. <laughs> the Pillow Club is uh, is a, the, fir- the world's first subscription pillow service. Yeah. When was the last time you changed your pillow? Now, be honest with me. Well, okay, I will be honest, and I will say that I don't think... I've changed a pillow in a very long time, but what I have done is buy new pillows and add them to the pillow stock. Yeah. But I haven't done the thing where I get rid of the pillow that it's meant to replace. I just view it as like I my pillow hoard is increasing, you know. So you you never like uh you just keep adding on to them. You know? Yeah, and it's too many. <laughs> I have too many. So they need a, a thing where you can donate your pillows to, like, uh, I don't know, dogs. Who needs pillows? <laughs> I was going to say dogs. Did you say dogs? <laughs> I said dogs. Okay. So <clears throat> you got to you gotta change your pillows, okay? And it's just a, that's just a fact of life. You got to change your pillows. You put a, she- a pillow sheet on it and you wash the pillow case, you know? Did I say pillow sheet? Oh, boy. Yeah. You want, you put the pillowcase on the thing, you know, and then you get your big sweaty mug all over with boogers and uh, ear juice and uh, drool and um, I don't know the the tooth soap that you put in your mouth the night before and when you lay down, you know. Now what is it gets what's all over tooth there. soap? You mean tooth polish? No, tooth soap. When you you know when you're when you have the toothbrush, you put the tooth soap on it for your uh, teeth. Mm, no, I've never and. Even- you get that all that stuff over there. Uh, Crest makes some great tooth soap, and uh, so you got to change it out, man. But uh, one thing you don't have to do is uh, you do not have to sign up for a pillow subscription service. Just go buy a pillow. Okay. Now, where am I supposed to get a pillow? Well, uh, I'm glad you asked <clears throat> because I have to tell you about my pillow, Jay. This okay. is where we go. Okay. For okay. okay. For the- I know enough about. <laughs> I know enough about pillows to know we don't want to say that. Um, <laughs> the Pillow Club. Okay, so you get a subscription. So when you're, and this is on Indiegogo. Did you say Indiegogo? Because it's that's different. I did not say Indiegogo. It's it's raised two thousand and four hundred eighty three dollars of the fifty thousand dollar flexible goal. And again, it means they're going to get all the money, but. 26 days left, I don't think they're going to make it. For some reason, people don't seem to be in the, into the idea of a pillow subscription service. Well, you know, here's what I'm going to say about... I'm going to say this about pillows. It's it's not a terrible product to be thinking about replacing, you know, often. And I, I think mattresses mm-hmm. tried to get this done with the every eight years marketing thing. And that's maybe a bit much because, for one thing, mattresses are more expensive than pillows by, like... A, a large factor and also because mattresses don't age as poorly as pillows seem to whereas you know you, you get on you get an old mattress you're like well this is not the most comfortable thing in the world anymore but i can fucking use it still mm-hmm. but if you get an old pillow that's seen better days i mean it's like sleeping on a folded up sheet like there's nothing going on in there anymore you know yeah it's worthless so they're they're on to something there. Plus, like you said, you've got all the boogers and stuff. So it's kind of gross. It's difficult to clean. And over time, it's going to get less effective. Uh, plus, I mean, maybe there really is like a like a health, you know, your neck is all, I mean, you know when you sleep wrong, you ever wake up and you realize like over, like overnight somehow the pillow like s- slipped out from under your neck. Yeah. And you just like yeah. fucking slept on your shoulder all night like an idiot. I have t- I have two pillows under my head at night, and one of them is a, a kind of a, th- a thinner pillow than the other one. So I kind of you know switch off on those. I'll put the thin one on top, the right, the big boy on the bottom. You know, I find that's a good, I find that's a good balance. So they're not they're not far off, I think. But I guess the problem is the there's no brand here because the core pillow. I don't know what you know. Who knows what that is. And also, seventy bucks gets you one pillow. But th- what happens from there? Do you then are you then signed up for the service? Is it a is it a service? What what what's actually happening with this? So you 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 back them now. You get a you get the core pillow, and then let me see let me see when that it was. 
But you get the for $120, you get the core pillow two pack, right? Why wouldn't you just like buy a regular ass pillow? There's a, like you said, there's no brand behind it. At least the My Pillow guy, which we're not allowed to talk about. We can't talk about him, yeah. Has a semi-established brand, but well, yeah, um, and, you know, you you either you do the thing where you, you go on Amazon, you buy the thirty dollar pillow, and you hope you get one of the ones that hasn't been sitting in like a wet warehouse for six months. Uh-huh. You hope that you get the good one, um, or you go to Bed Bath and Beyond or whatever it is, and you fucking look at the pillow and you squeeze it and you go, "That's about right," and you buy it. Um, but I don't. I guess I just don't. I definitely don't want pillows showing up. And, and here's the other thing: is subscription services. I don't think they're all bad, and and in fact, I think I, uh, I think I've, I've talked to our friend Dan about this before. The um, the meal service ones, yeah. You know, uh, it was maybe it was him or maybe it was somebody else. It, the contention was they're very um, uh, they're very wasteful due to the packaging, but I think it, the, there's there's been a recent study on that, and and what this one study came up with at least was that. There, there is that packaging waste, but it is somewhat offset by the reduced food waste, right? Yeah. Because you're just, you're not, you know, cutting up whatever the fuck, like three chives and then throwing eight chives in the garbage because you had to buy 11 chives at the store. Um, uh-huh. So some subscription services, you know, make, there's, there's, some, there's some wisdom behind some of them, I think. Um, but like the clothing ones are very weird to me because even as much as I, I like the clothing ones, are you going to do it every month? I signed up for one of those, man. It's, it's a clothing service subscription thing that I, I, and I, I did not like it at all. I forget what the name of it was. It was, uh, but it, they sent me the clothes, you know, and they they sucked really bad. Like the. <laughs> The legs of the pants were just like absolutely huge. Yeah, like they had they didn't they didn't like taper at all. It's just like bad shirts, just ill fitting. The only thing I liked was the socks, and I'm, I'm already have a sock subscription service. Yeah, so I feel like I'm of, cheating, you know. But yeah, no, it's a this is a pillow subscription thing. They don't actually outline the subscription part of it. They say it's twenty dollars to get started, but uh, okay, that just sounds like no you real. need twenty bucks. <laughs> There's no real uh, breakdown of uh, how that happens. This definitely seems... We talked about on the last premium episode, we talked about the experiences that we've had at flea markets and how fun they can be. I'm just looking at some of the copy on here. This feels like a flea market product to me. Or it's like, uh, did you know how many fucking bugs there are in your house? Um, yeah. and then it's like the, the family looks really happy sleeping on the non pillow cased pillows. <laughs> this just, just feels like this is something I should look at while hearing like an indoor fountain, like trickle behind me or have somebody hawking some popcorn or something. Their, their website isn't even registered. Do you see that? It's like a blank thing. Oh it's boy. Weird. Get it together over there. Pillow club. Pillow club. You're fucking up. Uh, yeah. But they've got twenty four hundred bucks. So, um, okay, I've got this. Uh, this one, this one is called Binky and Kunky. <laughs> this is a three D platformer for Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch, Mike, uh, one of the main game consoles uh, out right now. Flawless, yeah. Uh, what's your big? Uh, what's your big Switch? Um, game of choice right now. What's the one you're going to time after time? I don't have a, a. I don't have a son. My son has a switch. He won't. He won't let me get one. He has one. Okay. He said only one. There's only room for one gamer in this house. He said. Really? So he's so, king gamer. Yeah. yeah. So that stinks. Yeah, I have other hobbies though. I'm. Uh, I, have, uh, I sweep the floor, you know, with an old corn broom. Yeah. Uh, I sit on the porch and. When it come when it's about to rain, I get a feeling in my leg, and I say, "Storm's coming." So that's another one of my hobbies that I have there, and uh, I just keep busy. All those honestly sound a lot better than playing, you know, the latest from the Pokemon Company LLC. Um, so I guess, you know, you kind of have the last laugh on your boy there. Um, <laughs> 
But uh, this this is this is hoping to kind of break up that you know the same old same old like oh new Zelda oh new Mario you know mm-hmm. you know like new Pokemon hey new movie coming out in theaters Pokemon check it out you know Pokemon movie um, the, the little guys are in there and they're running around um, and that's mm-hmm. coming out in the movie theaters you go you buy your popcorn you go see the movie and you can see what kind of stuff the those little guys are doing. I heard, and I don't want to spoil the Pokemon detective movie that's coming out, but I heard, I did hear one spoiler off of it from a website that I visit. Okay. And, uh, it's called moviejam.web. Movie and mm. on, the, on moviejam.web, they get a bunch of the latest releases early and they review them. And wait a minute, I read wait, that, a minute uh, wait a minute. Did, did, Brian, did Brian Slider write this? Was he the writer of this? Because that guy has the best is. scoops. <laughs> Brian, is this a scoop? Is this a slider scoop? I think this might. The way you're phrasing, okay. Let's. What did he say about it? Oh, uh, so in the movie Detective Pikachu that's coming out, Detective Pikachu is a he's a grizzled uh, detective on the force, and uh, one of his uh, the movie follows him on one of his toughest cases is to it's where a man was murdered and. And uh, you see it. I mean, you see it all the, in all the graphic details. Not for kids. Don't take your kids to this movie. Yeah. Uh, Detective Pikachu comes in. He's smoking a stogie, and mm-hmm. uh, there's a rookie throwing up in the corner. <laughs> He's never seen so much blood and gore, yeah. and it's a real, it's a real nasty scene. They didn't even have to write it, but they did, and I, apl- I applaud them for it, frankly. But um, uh, the, for, when you when Pikachu walks in, he says, uh, "God damn it." Yeah, these sons of bitches. Oh no! Looks like we got another one, boys. Yeah, he talks like that. So uh, it's a really great film. Do not take your kids to it. Don't take old parents uh, to it. If they're old, mm-hmm. uh, they will throw up and have a heart attack and die because it's so graphic. Yeah, and you shouldn't go either. Actually, you shouldn't see it. <laughs> it's actually really that upset. You should also not see the movie. It's too dark and too gritty. Um. But they had to do it. Look, looks like he busted him in the head with a fucking tire iron. That's how he talks. That's Ryan Reynolds pulling that off, which is amazing. <laughs> Guy's got range. Um, you know, speaking of range, nobody has more range than our friends Binky and Kunky. Um, you know, Binky and Kunky is a 3D platformer. Um, in the game, Binky the Ghost and Kunky the Bubblegum-like... That's all it says. Will embark on a journey to rescue their homeland. Um, through Binky's and Kunky's learnable skills, they can overcome many dangers and obstacles, which I've been trying to tell my kids this. Um, you know, be more like Binky and Kunky where you have learnable skills, you know, mm-hmm. then you can overcome dangers and obstacles. Yeah. Um, and it's I don't think it's getting through, which is why I'm looking forward to this game where... It says here, the skills must be bought and learned beforehand, which, amen to that. Um, And the team has to be able to put their skills to the test in more than six worlds, and there will be plenty of puzzles and other things to discover on the overworld as well. That's awesome. You love to see that kind of stuff. Yeah. Another another thing real quick from the Pikachu, Detective Pikachu movie is uh, he... Uh, there's another scene later in the film where he's running down a perp who stole a, a woman's purse, okay. uh, just a, a thug. And um, uh, this guy says that he catches up to the guy in the, in the alley, you know, and the guy says, hey, what are you going to do about it, Pikachu? And uh, wordlessly, you know, the guy, uh, Pikachu, just pulls out his, uh, his pistol, sidearm, and just blows him away. Wow, the pu- you have to wonder if the punishment really fits the crime there, huh? Yeah, he's tough on crime. Well, he is, and that's part of the ethical dilemma that you know they're going to deal with in Detective Pikachu, and and not for nothing, but there are plenty of ethical dilemmas over here in the world of Binky and Kunky as well. I mean, you just heard about the overworld, but you can't forget there's also going to be a lot of collectible items. Uh, but you'll not only be able to use them for statistics, but also for numerous accessories that you can buy. Um, a hard mode is also planned, which will be unlocked either from the beginning or by completing a single playthrough. Um, in each world, you're going to have to defeat a boss, and that will ultimately lead to a final boss challenge in order for Binky and Kunky to uh, save their homeland. So, um, 
you know, you're talking about and you're talking about not spoiling Detective Pikachu, and I, and I don't want to spoil too much of Binky and Kunky, but this is what I can tell you about the story. Um, I don't. This is re- reading right from the page here. I do not want to give away too much, but as already mentioned, Binky and Kunky's homeland is in danger. Uh, on their journey, the two will get to know new people. One of them is called Tank, Tink, 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 T E N K, Tink, whom they will meet more frequently and who will play a special role in the story. So, um, you know, when I hear that, I'm thinking, you know, the crew's back together again. You know, Binky, mm-hmm. Kunky, and Tank are back in the saddle. It's like the three amigos, you know, and it's time to ride off into the sunset. At uh, one point in the, uh, at the towards the end of the film, uh, Detective Pikachu discovers that there's some goings on within his department, and uh, he confronts uh, his sergeant actually uh, in the police department, and the sergeant says, "Well, you can't do anything about it," and, uh, and he says, uh, and then he, Pikachu says, uh, uh, "Oh yeah, I think I can," and he just blows him away. Yeah, and it sounds like what they needed in that department was more Unity, which is cool because that's what they're using to make this game, the program Unity. So that is Binky and Kunky and Detective Pikachu. Um, one euro pledged of 60,000 euros, one backer, 34 days to go. So, Ain't you going to read me my rights? Yeah. I'll read you something. Your fucking death warrant. <laughs> uh, this is called, JF, the stop button. Uh, stop button. Now I know what you're thinking. I don't know what you're thinking here, but I'll tell you what you should be thinking. Kind of a tossed it up in the air that's, and brought it back down. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, just doing. That's a great little thing. <laughs> stop button. Uh, you know, we've seen uh, on this show a lot of times where people have said, "I hate people stealing my packages." Oh, right. So this is a, a thing like a, uh, you know, you ever uh, go in your bathroom there and there's like a little the thing you step on and it says, hey, you're a big uh, fat guy. Oh, gosh. I don't. Scale. Uh, scale it's, I think it's called. Yeah. Oh. Uh, this is like the roughly the shape, uh, size of a scale, but it has a big stop uh, button logo on it. And it has a, it's active. It's like a, a thing where the UPS guy puts the package on it. And once he puts the package on it, the trap is set, as it were. And uh, if you don't deactivate this thing with your uh, phone, you know, uh, the, if you pick up the package, a loud alarm will set or will start. And uh, everybody will say, hey, this guy's stealing a fucking uh, gl- pair of gloves or whatever I ordered, you know. What the fuck? I cannot believe that. This is uh... a... <clears throat> oh, man. The... Uh, oh. I'm just grunting and groaning at this. This is really bad. This is a so. This was, a, by the way, sent in by Zeke, our unpaid intern. He'll never be paid by us, I think. <laughs> and uh, no, this is. But why do you why do you think like uh, it's on the? Do you think it's on like the uh, consumer to stop the packages being stolen, or do you think it should be? That should be a problem. I think that uh, Amazon and whoever, but let's be honest, it's just Amazon these days. And UPS should probably get together and figure out uh, how to stop these packages from being stolen. I don't think it's on the consumer to to figure this out or I think, some third party. Yeah, I, I think what should happen is that um, whenever you go up to someone's house, a trap door should open up and a big gun pops out and it just fires randomly. Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, Detective it, Pikachu. He's in the yeah. house. It was a sting. It's a, it's a setup. <laughs> Yeah, it was a sting. I'll send an SOS. That's that song, you know. Uh, We've got so many good references on the show from that band. One hundred and one dollars of the fifty thousand dollar goal. Fifty six days to go, though. So who knows? You know, not a great prototype. Yeah. What did you think about this prototype? Which is, it looks like one of those. Um, it looks like a prop that you would have in a high school production of a play about a chain restaurant that has those little buzzers that they give you when you go. <laughs> and then you've got like, uh, like Tommy and he's like, buzz, buzz. Hey, I think it's time for us to go sit down. And then the whole audience what is it? like, yeah. I, I think, 
I think you should have, I think, what if you had one of those and it, it started ringing and then that's how you knew it was your time to go to heaven because God was calling you and saying your seat was available. Oh, wow. Hey, uh, 101 bucks. I don't, I don't think it's going to make it within the 56 days. So maybe, maybe I'll be, I've been proven wrong before. Yeah. Uh, not, not many times, but it's happened. Man, I would love to. I would love to sit down and read all of this copy. But here, let me read the uh, just the first paragraph on this. Has anyone heard of a People Matter startup company? Hashtag People Matter is a company that puts charity in front of profit. That's who we are, and hints at the way we work. Stop ninety nine can still be the fastest company to one billion valuation in history, surpassing Bird, who currently holds that mark. Think Christmas of twenty twenty. I mean, that's uh, that's what they wrote on here. They wrote that says it all. Yeah. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a bad idea, theoretically, to have. I don't know. I don't know which way to go on this because, yeah, you know, getting your stuff stolen sucks, but just tell the people that the stuff got stolen and they'll just uh, reimburse you. You know, it's kind of a. Uh, it's kind of a bummer, but uh, it is what it is. Or you can just waddle your ass to the store and buy it in person. Yeah. You know. Amazon package theft, a victimless crime. It really is. I mean, don't steal my Jeff- shit because it'll be annoying, but... <laughs> you think Bezos is crying himself to sleep at night because you, you didn't get your, your fucking shoes that you're, you're never going to wear? You're never going to wear the shoes to the gym like you say you are. They're going to lay in your closet, and uh, you're going to look at them, and you're like, oh, yeah, I need to go to the, I need to go to the gym really bad, but you're never going to do it. Don't even order it. Oh, okay. I don't know. This sounds like you... Okay. Theoretically. Yeah, know. just... Right. Um, all right, Mike. My last one is the Hydra Bong. <laughs> um, Hydra Bong. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Captain America took too many hits out of this thing and uh, I guess turned into a bad guy in some of the comics and then I think maybe later they found out it wasn't... He didn't... It wasn't him. It was like a different dimension or he had taken some kind of space potion or and everything is fine now i think oh it wasn't you okay that's just how it works in like comics is "Eh, some other guy all right yeah that's the great thing about comics is you know no matter what happens it can always everything's fine at the end and at the end they say everything's fine thank you for reading so yeah and we thank them as well so um, Hydra Bong, the inflatable floating beer bong by Headrush. Headrush Products Incorporated, the largest beer bong company worldwide, is introducing a brand new product. This is an inflatable beer bong. Um, uh, let me let me try to figure this out. Fifty bucks gets you one bong, one beer bong, um, three free gifts. You get an ultimate, a two foot ultimate funnel and tube, one pocket sized bottle beer bong, and one pocket sized can beer bong. $20 value. This is, this is meant to go in the pool and it has little straws that come out and you suck the beer out of the inflatable, the rubber, like plastic thing in the pool with all of your bikini babe friends, I think according to the picture and you're drinking a lot of beer and it's very hot outside and you're in the pool and you're drinking it out of a tube. We're laughing. We're laughing and having so much fun, you know, I'm, I'm struggling on this because now I'm. I've said this before. I've been. I've. I've not been drinking for about a year at this point. Um, it's been almost a year. At the end of last May, we did the roast of Jesse Farrar on the Go Off King stream, and I had too much to drink, and I said, "That's enough of that. I don't want to do that any anymore." So I stopped doing that, and um, and it's uh, and now I don't. I don't care. I don't care anymore about it at all. But I will say, even when I did care about about drinking, whether it was, hey, I'm going to have a good time, I'm going to tie one on here, or I just like the flavor of this drink or whatever. I, f- I never cared this much to get a big tube and put it in the pool and drink out of it. Um, yeah. That's very hard for me to get into that mindset where I I want to drink out of the pool tube. Am I crazy? Plus you, plus you only have, what, uh, two bikini babe friends? You need at least three for this damn thing to work, so... <laughs> Yeah, and I, I'm having a hard time figuring out how it, how it works. It says it's it's made of vinyl, so I, it makes me wonder. Oh, okay. And I, I mean, I, I, now I got to buy a record player or what? <laughs> That's so smart. Yeah, yeah. And there's, <laughs> you know, 
because of so. But uh, the the way a beer bong works is it gets you a lot of beer in you very quickly, right? It uses – am I wrong? I never did this. It uses gravity you to never, help get more beer in you fast, right? Now, now hold on here, JF, because yeah. I, I'm talking to the world-renowned, world-famous beer idiot, and he's never done a beer bong before. I was too stupid to ever figure out how it worked, yes, because it seems like you have to have some kind of knowledge to know how to do it. There's a keg, and you tap the keg – and then you go, what do you do? You go upside down on it? How does it? Oh, that is a keg stand, my man. Okay. A beer bong is just a funnel with a long hose coming off of it. Oh, right. And you, f- you fill up the, the, the funnel with a, a lot of beer, and then you raise it up, and then you chug it, and that's it. It's not, it's not the, it's, it sounds co- more complicated than it is. And the idea there is because the can is the inhibitor, because... Mm-hmm. Not enough air can get into the can behind the drink to force the air down, to force the drink down into your throat. So that's why you put it yeah. in the funnel. And then gravity, that's why you lift it up. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think kegs now I've never done a keg stand, but I think that's just uh goofy. I think there's no real uh that's just for play. Nothing really happens, you know. It's not like oh, I'm going to do this upside down and get twice as. It's like drinking a beer with a straw. You know, people are like, "That'll get you a little more drunk." Though. Well, that's what this is because these are. So the way this works is there's the inflatable thing at the bottom, which it looks like there's a place to like set a can. So that's like a flat, like table-like surface. Then vertically coming up is like a chimney, like smokestack type apparatus. And midway through those is like four little straw holes, which I have to assume plug up when you're not using them. Or else mm-hmm. there's a bunch of beer coming, or unless you do really need to have the three to four bikini babes to use this, which maybe is the way it works. I think it looks like, uh, so it looks like you see how only, ha- now I wish this was a visual show here, JF, because yeah. you see how only half of this thing is, uh, well, the straws are in the half of the, the, the thing halfway down here. I think, I think that top, you see where the top is on it? Yes. And the listeners are going to love this part. Uh, the top of it where it's just like an empty bucket or whatever. So I think it's, even though it's uh, maybe four feet tall. The beer doesn't go all the way down. It's sitting up top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but still, it's sitting up top inside of a vinyl open air bowl outside in the pool, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Is that not the worst way you can imagine to drink beer? Yeah, I think you maybe are supposed to do it quickly. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I don't know who this is for. You know, party people. But why people was it floating? People with friends. You know. Yeah, we can't get ourselves know. into that. Can't world. wrap our heads around this. Why? Now, let me ask you this: Why would you drink in a pool with all your friends, like screaming and having a good time, and everyone's happy and they're like fit looking mm-hmm. and they they look nice and they they're enjoying themselves when you could just get a whole bunch of beer and drink it at home by yourself in the dark and the TV's not even on. Be sad, you know? I don't know. I don't know why. You I don't understand. Seems stupid to me. I think the world is a sad place because it only has $1 of $30,000, one backer, 44 days to go. I think we're on the right side of history with this. Drink alone and be sad. Yeah. That's what we say to this it. Is, uh, this is something called spit game, JF. Spit game. Okay. <laughs> um, so spit game is a dating app. This yeah. is also sent by Zeke. This guy's working overtime. Still not going to pay him, though. Nope. Uh, Spit Game is the app for uh, gamers looking to date other gamers nearby using top trending games they play to help find a match. Now, the, you ever be online, you know, playing a video game, and it's like, yeah, this is cool, but what if I could, uh, I don't know, be also playing online with a uh, woman or a man? Yeah, really just anyone, just to feel that touch, you know. Just to feel that connection that you used to feel, you know. She's gone, she's never coming back. And Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, this has $61 of $6,000, but it's, uh, it's, I don't think it's going to make it. You know, 57 days to go. This guy says, I'm raising funds for my app called Spit Game, which has already passed the first stages of production. Without revealing too much, trade secrets and whatnot, Spit Game is a dating app specifically made for gamers that'll run much like Tinder with a twist by using it. Now, didn't we just talk about this, how yeah. it's like uh, people just co-opting other... Get your own idea, okay? Maybe start a podcast talking about Kickstarters or something. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Well, this, 
It says 45 there have been over as here's a, there have been over 110 million gaming console sales so far between Xbox and PS4. 45% of those gamers are females over the age of 18. Imagine how many people are actually in search of a connection, especially passionate streamers looking for another person who shares the same ambitions as them. Jesus Christ. Um <clears throat> And why exclude Switch? Because Switch is the exclusive home of Binky and Crunky coming up. So it's kind of weird that they would not be on yeah. there. And the, det- and the Detective uh, Pikachu game. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, yikes. Yikes to this. And it, it looks... It's it's definitely hasn't there's there's been it says it's been it's past some stages. It, this is definitely not past any stages whatsoever. There's no stage has been passed on this. Uh, I'm not sh- the the thing I'm not sh- I'm not sure about dating, you know, gamers, you know, and like uh people people are already just bad across the board. People are just uh crazy. Everybody's crazy. Everybody's insane and um Gamers, especially from what I've seen, are just uh, unhinged people. Yeah, and Why I would freaking, you want I'll tell you what, I have Trump derangement syndrome, and he's living in my head rent free, you know, <laughs> plus my psychosis. I can't imagine being a woman, uh, full stop, but I can't imagine being a woman and saying, you know, who I would uh, really like to hook up with and spend the rest of my life with. Yeah. The guy saying slurs on. Uh, Call of Duty or what have you. Right. I would like to uh, hook up with that guy. And listen, no offense intended if you go on Call of Duty slurs, and, sl- you know. and say slurs. And, <laughs> you know, no offense to those guys. Look, if you're one of those guys who, like, just... More power to you. Who just, like, JF looks says. like he stinks and just, like, smells and, uh, and hates people and is, like, a really toxic person and doesn't have any good aspects of your personality. No offense. And yeah. write in if you're one of those guys, for sure. <laughs> right in and say address it to Jesse, please. <laughs> uh, this is cool. I can't wait to try Spit Game. Um, I'm glad there's finally a way to do dating on your phone. That is so cool that we can now Spit, do this. Spit Game. Let me read you the, the 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 best part. Spit Game will use location services to find potential matches matches nearby, so you can go on dates or simply hang out without the stress of traveling really far just to meet someone you really like. Joshua, know your audience, man. This is not. Um, you, you ever see those one of those accounts that post like the the Tinder message? Yes. Uh, the Tinder DMs from the, the just unhinged. All these guys. Yeah. And you're like uh, volunteering to like put more people in this situation. They're, they're all bad. Everybody's bad. Don't do anything. Don't date anyone. Go home. Drink beer in the dark because you haven't paid the electricity bill. That's right. Um, and you need to buy food, but you'd rather buy beer and get really wasted because the, the beer takes the pain away. Yep. And don't forget to listen to our podcast as well. Um, <laughs> so that's it for the six pack. Um, let's read a couple of letters really quick, Mike. Okay. I'm very busy. That's where you come in. That's where you come in, Mike. Uh, this is the mailbag portion of the show. Your Kickstarter sucks. At gmail.com is where you can send us an email, or you can send us a letter in the mail. 544 West Main Street, number 209, Gallatin, Tennessee, 37066. How about I send you to fucking hell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm Pikachu. over here going, no, I want to you know, go to heaven or whatever. So On episode 95, this is Michael writing this. Hey, me! On, you know, it's Michael saying it, too. <laughs> on episode 95, the infomercial Mike was thinking of and trying to describe was for the Magic Bullet Blender. I've often described it to my friends as though they use the cast of Clue to film an infomercial. There's literally like a dozen assholes stuffed into that kitchen, all of them over-the-top archetypes who are supposed to appreciate some feature of the shitty blender. One of the guys is a red-faced drunk whose only role is to say, Cocktails, that's me, when they mention how the Magic Bullet can be used to crush ice and make margaritas. It's worth a watch. Love the show, and I'll refrain from making any insulting comparisons between you and the cast of Clue. Thank you, Michael. The Magic Bullet. 
the magic bullet. Um, I had one of those um, cocktails. Yeah, That's I me. Think, I think my ex-wife had one, okay. too. <laughs> Kept it in her dresser drawer. Oh, God. And there's an inscription on there as well. It says, <laughs> it says from Jesse Farrar. Uh-oh. With the H. What the? Uh, <laughs> Which Clue character were you, Mike? Um... I was the guy who showed. I was the guy, the 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 guy, all in black, who was like looked really cool, and then he like died immediately. I forget what his name is. I think he was Mister Body. Yeah, I was Professor Plum. Yeah, you were Professor Plump, but now you've been shaving off those pounds, and I remember I got to say, you look, you look amazing. You look like a real treat. That's so nice to hear. I wish you could say something nice about me that wasn't directly about, you know, my physical attractiveness. Maybe you could say <laughs> I'm smart, creative, funny, brave, inspiring, you know, something like that. It's not all about just how hot I am and how sexy and like I'm a hot piece of meat, you know. Yeah. Maybe maybe someday, huh? Hey, Josh writes uh, recently subscribed to the Patreon and I'm working my way through the back catalog. In Season 2, Episode 10, Mike does his famous segment, which I'm sure he's still doing and has done many times since. Mike's classic crank call prank em ups and the question is posed who is the michael jordan of prank calls the answer to this question is easy it's longmont potion castle if you haven't heard of him i urge you and your listeners to check out some of his calls on youtube longmont has truly elevated prank calls uh please listen to clown motel and tell me if you chuckle. now this is funny now, this i put this funny. on here because i know how big of a fan you are you introduced me to Longmont. yeah i love i love longmont and as a, as a quick aside, I've just started introducing my kid to Longmont, and he's fucking going crazy for it. He loves he loves Clown Motel. I had to explain to him uh, he doesn't really want a room at the motel to lift weights in. Yeah, he's it's just a joke. doing irony. So, <laughs> <laughs> but he loves it. Cracks up. I need I need to go back and listen to these, you know, in in some kind of cohesive way. But um, I've heard some of them and really liked them. Um, and then I, uh, I know Longmont uh, did like an interview, and he, you know, famously does not do any of that sort of stuff. But it was it was mm-hmm. for some reason I don't know if it was the the book or a new album or something he was putting together. But uh, I was fascinated just by the process he explained of how to pull this off. We know a little bit about it from you know our friend Chris James, who who does his great uh, pranks and how complicated it can be at times. But uh, having done it, you know, throughout all the decades, you know, because he's been at this for a long time. Um, where they, hate, to see, hate to see this guy's phone bill, huh? Come on. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. I would hate to see <laughs> his phone bill. All right, Mike, that's the show. Thanks, everyone, for listening to YKS. Um, okay, you inhaled like you were going to say, yeah, I agree, I it's thought, a good show. I thought I thought you had more on that. I was just going to I waiting for you. That's to... all I had, Mike. All right, well... Goodbye. I can't believe you didn't have anything else on that. Yeah. Maybe I'll think of something for the next one and then I'll... We need to start writing this stuff at the end so people know we're serious. Hey guys. Um, It's Henry. I've called in before. I talked to you guys last time about... um, a co-worker at my old job wanting to know what I was listening to and uh, be talking about Batman's genitalia because um, I was describing YKS to him. Um, I left that job, got a new job where nobody knows about the podcast that I listen to, was driving away from that job today. Decided to, you know, turn on, turn on a podcast. I had the windows down because it's about 90 degrees here. And um, you guys started just yelling about jerking off for free, and uh, my boss was walking back into the office from his car, and we made eye contact, and I rolled up the window. Um, so I just want to thank you guys for, um, you know, driving me to continue my job search. Uh, I'm looking for that third job now, and I'm sure it's going to go better than the first two. So thanks. <laughs>